You're listening to Jeff is Moody. The Jeff is Moody show is, uh, it's a uh, guilty pleasure. It's an escape. No matter what you're doing, it's a way for you to get away for those particular hours. I bring reality. I bring comedy. I bring seriousness, news, motivation. I do what I do. But no matter what I do, it's always Jeff. Ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, family, welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show. This is your destination for reality, comedy, seriousness, motivation, news, entertainment, interviews, and every damn thing else. I have one job. That is to give you the real. And I guarantee you that I will always give you the real. The Jeffers Moody Show. I am here. I am ready. I am unfiltered. I am adult only. And I am doing this for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. So fam, let's go. Oh, woe is me, woe is me. Oh my Lord. How y'all doing out there? Young Sean, what up youngin? How you doing nephew? Look fam, tell y'all straight up right now, we ain't going through this whole show. I'm going to give you all a couple of segments today, brand new segments of course, and then we're going to do some best of segments because family, my back is jacked. I'm going to tell you something, man. Young Sean, listen, don't rush to get old, young man. Just rush to get wise. You know what I'm saying? Man, on Saturday, I tore my back up so bad, uh, fam. I couldn't even get out of bed the next day. Couldn't walk, needed crutches, everything. I got to get my I got to go get my back checked out, fam. Forget all that. Young Sean, you know what I'm saying? How you doing? You okay? School good? Mom good? Dad good? Everything good? Life good? Yeah, younger. Yo, let, 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 let me let me tell him what we're gonna do. Young Sean, we're going to give him about five or six strong brand new segments because that's what we do. The rest is going to be best of. Then we got uh, the ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturel. And then next week, I come out the box like a raging wild man with another hot one. All brand new. All brand new. But my back. Woo! I don't know if any of y'all ever had back issues, boy. But I ain't never had one like this. This shit got to get handled. So, young Sean, while we here, let's go ahead on and give them what they used to, young man. You got your Kool-Aid? You good with your Kool-Aid? <laughs> I'm in pain, but I'm still concerned about your Kool-Aid, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you. 
Thank you, thank you. All my people over there and over there and over there at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. Please go to ReachOneNetwork.com to listen to all of my on-demand and archives to date, fam. That's right, episode one through 40. This is 41 right here. For all of my iPhone and iPad users, please download the free Beat Break 87FM app for your iOS devices in your app store. Contact me on Instagram, if you will, at the Jeff is Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. That's 678-386-5331. Family, uh, if you like that blazing ATL traffic mix, man, Lord, Lord, Lord. Hit DJ Naturel up to salute her for her ATL traffic mix, y'all. She is at DJ Naturel on all social media. That's Naturel with an E. N-A-T-U-R-E-L. Listen, family, broken back and all, pause. I will be your pilot for this three-hour flight. Kick back, relax if you can. Even if you cannot, I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to each and every one of my drivers out there who listen to Jeffers Moody while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Do y'all hear my bell? Let me move my bell. My bell might. Hold on. You know, my back is broke. I don't want the I don't want the bell to be broke. God damn it. Hold on, y'all. Yeah, it's one of those, just one of those shows, you know? Okay. Yeah, y'all hear that? All right. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeff is Moody show. Whether you're in the gym, in the house, wherever you may be, if you are listening, I thank you. Now, before I get into today's show, family, you know. Y'all know I don't do a lot of celebrity stuff, okay? But everybody's hit me up and there's like they're like, are you going to talk about T.I. and him going to the gynecologist or whatever and checking his daughter's hymen to make sure that she's still a virgin? And isn't that interesting? And I'm like, well, no. I mean, not my cup of tea, but that ain't my child. And so on social media, on the internet, when you look at stories and you hear about the interview and all that, even the women that did the interview with him, for some strange reason, they yanked the interview. I don't quite understand that. Because they said all of the controversy and backlash against a father going with his daughter to check her hymen to make sure she's a virgin. Yeah, a little weird. A little weird for me. But see, I'm not T.I. T.I.'s T.I. And, I, and that's not my daughter. That's his daughter. I, I wouldn't do it. But I was reading some of the commentary towards T.I. And it was really interesting, family. Um, My question is this. Why are you guys so obsessed with other people's lives? To the point where you become emotionally attached to how someone else is living that doesn't know you, that doesn't give a shit about you, and they're gonna do what they, 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 and it's always celebrity. 
Why are you guys so obsessed? I know it's a celebrity driven culture. Listen, if the idiot in chief, the president of the United States, if he wasn't a reality show star, he wouldn't be president right now. Well, that and, and he espouses white power and white supremacy and things like that. But you know what I'm saying? He, he wouldn't be in charge right now. Ring the bell. Why do you guys care so much about this man and his 18 year old daughter? Now, now, to the point where you're mad, like you're mad at T.I., like you have an attitude with T.I. Like he gives a shit, like your opinion matters. You, you, you know what I know when I do my show, fam? I know that I report on things because it's, you know, it's things that interest me. I have a right to express my opinion, just like all of you do. But I'm very well aware that the people I'm talking about could give a rat's ass about me. So therefore, I don't put a lot of emotion into it. I barely ever talk about celebrity anyway. Now, if it's something that strikes a nerve like an abused woman or murdered child or abused elderly or, you know, something like that. Yeah, I may get a little emotional about it because I want to go find that person and kill them. But outside of that, I don't attach my emotion to social media. I don't attach my emotion to celebrity. I don't attach my emotion to me. I don't care. So I don't care. I don't care what he does with his 18 year old daughter. It's not my business. Have y'all listened to my show? Are you a long time listener yet? Have you noticed I don't speak much about the family? I, I speak about Mrs. Moody a lot because she's an adult and that, you know, that's, that's my role. That's my roadie right there. You know what I'm saying? And, but when it comes to my daughter, you guys notice I don't speak because it's not really any of your fucking business. And if you go and you dig and let's just say I was famous, which I am not, but let's just say that I was, you're going to dig and find out whatever you want to find out anyway. So because I'm not one to put all of my business in the street, I'm not one to hop in another man's business. I know that's just not popular nowadays. Young Sean, play that Dilla. Yo, we got more than Dilla today, right? I think, I think for, I think, oh, fam, we got some shit. Yo, I know we ain't going to be here for a whole show. We're going to be giving y'all the best of while I'm getting my back checked out. But, but why are we doing brand new and fresh for, for November 11, 2019? <laughs> got some stuff for y'all. Yo, stop, yo and, 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 listen, and T.I.'s not offended. Have y'all noticed that? Celebrities play you like, they play you like video games. They play you just like politicians do. Celebrities don't care about you. I know some of you think they do because you buy the records and the T-shirts and you're a meat rider and you, you know, you know. You would suck milk out of titty and, 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 and sperm out of penis because you're a meat rider like that. I understand it. <laughs> hey, Sean, if we get booted this week, I'm going to blame it on the pain in my back. Yo, the pain, the pain in my back yesterday was level 12 on a scale of 1 to 10. Serious, I'm not joking. Up to 3 o'clock this morning, it was level 12, 13. I did some stretches. I, I don't like popping pills. So I just toughed it out. I, mean, I got to get out of here, though. So T.I. may have a project coming out. He may have a whatever. Like celebrities just do what they do. And T.I. couldn't even really get upset about it, right? Which I don't think he is because he put it out there. Listen, why don't you guys stop putting so much of your fucking business out there? If you, if I took my daughter 
to a gynecologist at 18 to make sure that that her vagina hasn't been penetrated, although her anus could be penetrated. Her mouth could be penetrated, right? If you have a daughter, right? Nowadays, a son, right? Just keeping it real. No disrespect, no shade, no shade. Family, listen, social media, you put your fucking business out there, it's everybody's business. Whether you like it or not, whether you're with it or not, whether you intended to or not, you put your business on social media, it is the world's business. So don't get mad. You post your kids, people attack your kids, it's a horrible thing, but people ain't shit. And you knew that when you posted, but you feel this need to share everything. You're going through heartache. Everybody jumps on you and tears your ass up. You get pissed off, but you felt the need to share. You want to share everything. Your brand new car, your brand new shoes, your da da this, to that. Hey, a lot of that is great. Do what, do what floats your boat. Do what makes you tick, man. Just don't get mad about it. So just like it's apparent that T.I. could give a fuck about y'all opinion, you shouldn't really care. He's not abusing his daughter. Hey, yo, the, the guy's not abusing. The T.I. doesn't see. He doesn't seem like an abusive father. Doesn't seem like an abusive husband or anything else. T.I. is actually a pretty straight up guy. I remember meeting him. I'm sure he doesn't remember meeting me. And guess what? I'm fine with that because he, met, he didn't meet me as long as he met everybody else because I saluted him and I moved on. I don't like riding meats. Play that Dilla, young Sean. I know it's segment one. You know, we come out the gate like that. Come out the gate like that. Hmm. So family, stop, stop, stop being in everybody's shit. You, you, the, 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 the last note before I get out of here. You know what I notice about a lot of y'all? If people were in your business like you're in other people's business, you'd have a fit. You'd lose your mind. You'd go crazy, wouldn't you? Do you really think that you have the right to be in a celebrities or athlete? I hear y'all saying, well, they public figures. Shut up. Shut up, you meat rider. Stop making excuses for meat riding. Meat rider. Meat riders. <clears throat> I don't ride no meats. Feel me? Casino, do I have to say pause for that? No pause. No pause. Play that Dilla. Right, I just wanted to tell y'all that. Stop being so fucking nosy. Stop being so nosy. What you offended by everything? Sheesh. Alright, family. So here's what we have for you on um um today's the Jeff is Moody show. Now we off the rail a little bit, but but the scene that I'm not gonna be here for the whole show, seeing that we throwing some of these best ofs at you late in the show, y'all. Y'all getting about four or five brand new ones. So sit your ass right there and stay tuned. Um, family, I, I tell y'all what. Yeah, I'm back to talking about chicken again. Family, uh uh today. I'm going to be talking to you all about the fried chicken chronicles. That's right, fam. Here we are talking about a fried chicken sandwich again. Now, I might offend a few people, but I don't care. And I'm going to tell y'all why this isn't just about chicken. This isn't about a chicken sandwich. I need you guys to stop sleepwalking so much. It's about the lowest form of behavior in humanity. It's not so much about the sandwich. I'm going to explain that. And I'm also going to tell y'all why y'all bet not blame Popeyes for all of this bullshit. 
Yeah, I'm going to put my fried chicken lawyer hat on and defend Popeye's. Love that chicken from Popeye's. I'm going to do two segments on the Fried Chicken Chronicles. And then, fam, I I think I got to just ask Jeff for you. Um, hmm. I, I think we got a Facebook post of the week. And, of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of a show until I give you all that what? That's right, fam. Moody Motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about finding your music. You got to find what works for you and make it a habit, fam. We're going to talk about it. Now, I don't mean I don't mean a beat. I don't mean a beat. You got to find a different kind of beat. I'm going to break that down for you. Please stay tuned for that. And then from 5 o'clock or so till 6 p.m., we have the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell. All that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this three-hour flight because verbal raw dog season has officially begun. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. Remember, family, you are getting some of the best ofs today going into the 6th, 7th, and 8th segments and stuff like that. But for now, it's all brand new. We'll be right back with Moody Motivations, Jeff's Moody Show, y'all. Let's go, young John. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. Family, listen. You know, being in a lot of pain and having a bad back, that's not going to stop me from giving y'all a little bit of this moody motivation. You know what, fam? I want to talk to you today really quickly about finding your music. I want you to pay very close attention to what I'm telling you because your life is a melody. And a lot of us are walking around with all the ambition in the world, but we wonder why we can't get in that groove. You you know, you know, we can't get in that cruise control mode that makes our task flow easier and provides us more understanding and progress is it's not that we're not hungry it's not that we're lazy it's not that we don't have it in us we just can't find our particular music you know frankly uh some of us still have not found our music and you know listen some of us have now listen fam i'm not talking about a song Although some of you may have a song that gets you through everything that you're trying to get through. You may have a song that gets you motivated, gets you focused. We all do. But I'm talking about a different kind of music here. I'm talking about your physical and spiritual rhythm. I'm talking about your creative and ambitious vibe energy. I'm talking about that music. The music that no one can hear except you. The music that you don't necessarily need headphones for that inner music, that activity, or that thing that gets you in the mode to make things happen. That activity of thought process that that inspires you to be great. Let me give you an example. For me, some of my inner music is working out. I'm a gym rat. I'm no bodybuilder. I'm not a chiseled gym guy. But when I need clarity and escape, where I could go to a place where I could zone out and figure things out. 
I'm usually in the gym. That's one of my favorite places to be. It is my music. Weight training, a treadmill, even though the treadmill is boring as all get out. Racquetball. All these things provide a rhythm for me that helps me uh, zero in on the task ahead of me. So what is your music, family? What is your success rhythm? Is it church? When you go to church and when you pray to the most high and, and when you and when you let your emotions go and when you receive what you went there to receive, does it bring you clarity? Does it bring you happiness? Does it let you know that there's a brighter day? Does it let you know that you can move on and be strong? Is the church your music? When you congregate amongst anyone, is that is your sorority, is that your music? Is your fraternity brothers your music? Is just a crew of people that you, you know and love and trust, is that your music? Is it taking a long walk? Is it sex? Is it a, is it a drink? Is it a smoke? And you know, we don't, we don't endorse cigarette smoking and, and abusing alcohol around here, but I'm not talking about a bad addiction. I'm talking about what makes you lock in. You don't have to abuse it. You do not have to abuse your music. You know, I know my dad's music was fixing things. You know, whenever this guy has something on his mind, he would fix anything that was broken. He, uh, he could fix a car better than a licensed mechanic. He could do plumbing, electrical, and even lay roof shingles better than the pros. That's how he cleared his mind. That was his music. So how do you clear yours? Is it reading family? Is it a bath? Uh, hey, another one of my favorite musics is volunteering and talking to the young kids out here about doing the right thing. That puts me in my groove. That's more music. I like cooking a delicious meal for my family. That's good music. I like road trips with the family. I like the beach. I like mowing the lawn. I get so much off my mind and I can put so many things in order when I cut that grass. So what's your music, family? Find it. Explore it. Utilize it. You know, a lot of times people see me bobbing my head and they logically assume that, that I'm listening to actual music on my headphones. Makes sense, right? But do you all know that I barely listen to actual music? I usually listen to talk radio or a podcast or something. I used to always wonder why I bob my head to people talking. And then I realized that's my music. What some of them are saying is melody to me. It makes me think, it makes me ponder, and it helps me get focused on what I have to do. Some may think that's weird, but me, I say it's just music. Find your rhythm, family. Find what motivates you. Do what you love and use it as your springboard. Because we all have a certain harmony that spark plugs our ambitions. Family, today, find your music. Moody Motivation, y'all. We'll be back with the Fried Chicken Chronicles right here on the Jeff is Moody Show. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back. Yeah, young Sean, you know, I, I, we've done a couple of shows where I was about to pass out from pain. This takes the cake right here. Yo, y'all know when the workhorse can't get through a whole show, it's real. Family, let me all remind you that we got about three more brand new segments to go, and then we're going to be doing some of that Jeff is Moody best of. And next week, I am coming out the box with so much fire, fam. Brand new fire. I'm coming out with so much fire, fam, that... um. 
Y'all might forget my back was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Play that bounce for me. Let's talk about the Fried Chicken Chronicles. You know, I figure if I'm going to alienate any of you that may be the ones who have waited for hours for a piece of damn fried chicken on a bun and you saw fit to fight each other, uh, restaurant workers stab each other, shoot guns over chicken, wreck your cars over trying to cut in line to get chicken, I, I figured I'd alienate you now. So, so that way, if you're offended by about my truth, you, you can dip your high blood pressure, high cholesterol, Clark Artery ass the fuck up out of here early and, and go listen to another show. Yeah, I said it. Play that bounce. Because that ain't Dilla right there. Damn you. Let's talk about some chicken. Let's talk about the Fried Chicken Chronicles. Let's spend about two segments today talking about some damn chicken. In Fried Chicken news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to substitute gym news today, y'all. Straight up. A man charged after slamming a woman outside of Popeye's in Tennessee. According to reports, a man is now being charged after he slammed an older woman outside of a Popeye's in Tennessee. The video is going viral on social media and shows the woman being chased out of the store after the woman tried to walk in the store and immediately turned around when she saw people coming. A man stormed out, grabbed her from behind and slammed the woman hard to the ground. This is over chicken, y'all. Columbia, Tennessee police arrested a man named Darius Hughes for felony aggravated assault and police noted that more charges may be filed against the man. So now, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, I have been keeping a close eye on these chicken chronicles. And I recognized this woman from an earlier video I'd seen the day before. And if I'm not mistaken, I am not mistaken. At the time, I wasn't sure. It's the same white woman that the guy who slammed her on the ground, him and, and other employees accused her of calling him a nigger. In any event, he body slammed the dog shit out of this older woman who has to be in her late 50s. And I had said initially to myself, I know she broke bones. He body slammed, he WWF slammed this white woman. Now, how do I feel about a woman that calls a young black man a nigga? Well, you know, I don't feel bad for her, but I got to tell you, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be the one to body slam a 55-year-old mentally retarded white woman. Sorry, though. You know, let me take that back. All my mentally uh, my mentally impaired people. Y'all better than that. A dumbass. Let me just say that. So when he slammed her fam, there's a hood rat in the back yelling, oh, now she's going to act like she hurt. <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> she hurt. Yo, he slammed you if he slammed her like two dudes fighting and one guy gets the the uppage on the other guy and and gives him the power slam. And so I had to go confirm that. It was the woman that called him a nigger. Everybody everybody said she did it. 
His defense for slamming her was that she put his hands on his sisters. And whatever the case may be, bro, you don't got a solid defense. Let your sister whip her ass. What you doing it for? He wanted that physical confrontation. There's so many things wrong with this over chicken. He was an employee there. I'm going to tell you something about these employees in a second. So the lady's name is Deborah Strash. She's 55 years old. She went to the restaurant to dispute a receipt over her chicken. She called him an N-word and uh, got into words with him. And when she walked out, she got slammed to the ground. Now, check it out. Check what happened to her. Stag suffered nine fractures, six cracked ribs, and a broken knee. She has undergone multiple surgeries and and is expected to have an extensive recovery. These are the Chicken Chronicles. Now, they say what led to the altercation is unclear, but everybody said the same damn thing. And so she, you, you know, he's like, call me a nigga, say it again. And then they're telling her to leave. I'm not I'm not justifying slamming the lady down and, and cracking her bones and things like that. What I'm saying is they told her to leave before they called the authorities. And she was like, please, my family is the law. You know, a little bit of that white privilege kicking in right there. Her son is a marshal or a sheriff or somebody like that. Yo, you just picked up a sheriff's or a marshal's mom and body slammed them, broke nine bones or more. You can expect police harassment for the rest. You better ride around on Facebook Live from now on for the rest of your life. I still would not have body slammed the woman. Yo, y'all, do me a favor. Y'all know I like y'all doing your own research. Go look up Tennessee Popeye's employee body slams woman. He body slammed her harder, once again, than I've seen men body slam other men they told her to leave that wasn't good enough for her you got your money you got everything be out she wasn't out he wanted smoke he gave her that work now they said that he touched her sister i don't know i don't know if it's i don't know i didn't see all that i just saw him assault the woman this is all this is all over chicken now before i move on to the next chicken chronicle let me tell y'all something about these employees At the end of the day, they're human beings, right? And if you push a human being enough, they're going to snap. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your level of divinity is. If you push a human being enough, they are going to snap. These employees, and I'm going to talk about this in part two of the Chronicles. They've been spit on, assaulted, threatened, cussed at over a motherfucking sandwich and here's one of them that snapped am i justifying his actions no do i understand the psychological imbalance when you snap yes i would ring my bell a lot more y'all but my back is hurt it's just killing me right now show must go on young sean uh play that joint (laughs) drink kool-aid boy Don't worry about my back. I'm a grown-up. Fight breaks out over chicken sandwich at Popeye's in Florida. Uh, This article goes on to say Popeye's is slowly becoming the nation's premier fight venue. 
as the craze over the fast food chain's coveted chicken sandwich is sparking brawls from restaurant to restaurant. One of the latest Popeye's fights to go viral saw a group of older white men in Ellington, Florida, going at it in the drive-thru. Now, let me tell y'all, this was a quick fight over some chicken. You know, one, one guy was in this pickup truck in Florida. The, the other guy had some words with him over his chicken sandwich. Dude got out his truck and, du- oh, y'all know what the dude did? The dude went and hit his truck. Let me tell y'all something. As far as stereotypes go, <laughs> opinions of Jeffers Moody do not necessarily reflect the opinions of B-Breaking 7FM. Far stereotypes go, don't step on the black man Jordans or hit a white uh, hillbilly's truck. Hello? We got any Jordan sponsors of hillbillies and trucks? No? No, I'm good? That's how I can say that? All right. Okay. Hitting a white man pickup truck is worse than hitting his woman. You hit an inbred pickup truck, you might as well have smacked his woman because he probably smacks his woman too. <laughs> you hit that fucking truck. You crazy? Are you crazy? I saw that video. It was an F-150 too. You don't ever hit an inbred's F-150. You know what I'm saying? Let's continue with the violence. Here's more irony. So over a chicken sandwich, a white guy calls a Spanish kid the N-word. Then he gets flipped by a group of black guys. So family, I don't know where this was, but I saw a video of a white man in Popeyes. See there, because I'm going to tell you all about this stereotype in this narrative real quick. Y'all, hold on. It's coming. It's coming. They were arguing over a chicken sandwich. And hold on, y'all. See, the white male, he got his sandwiches. It looks like he has a bag full of sandwiches and he leaves the Popeyes. But on his way out, I saw the video. See, while he was in there, he was repeatedly calling the the young Spanish guy a nigger. In a Popeyes full of blacks and Latinos. Y'all know how this story turns out, right? Yeah, my bell. Ah, It don't matter. So anyway, as he was leaving, he was still spewing the N-word in a Popeye's full of blacks and Hispanics. He gets jumped outside by a bunch of blacks and some Hispanics. <laughs> and they duffed him out. They stomped the shit out of him, dude. They, they I mean, it, they didn't give him the kind of duffing. They didn't give him like the Brooklyn duffing. But they duffed him. And on top of that, they stole his chicken sandwiches. This is all over chicken. It's the Chicken Chronicles, Fried Chicken Chronicles. They make him apologize for using the N-word, and then they rob him. (laughs) Not for his wallet or anything. They just took the chicken. (laughs) Yo, you know how powerful a chicken sandwich is where criminals don't take your wallet or your watch or your sneakers or anything? They just take the chicken. They got the chicken and they was out of here. You know, uh, this guy really could have been on the world's most trifling, but he, he would have been on the world's most trifling for getting his ass whipped. Now, now, listen, I'm just going to say something about this hatred, this racial hatred. Let me just say this really quick outside of chicken. 
Listen, for all my hateful white people, uh, because all of you are not hateful, obviously, that, that would be an asinine statement for me to make. But for those of you that are, we just, listen, we know Trump got the hateful portion of y'all geeked up, and we know your racism is as bold as it's ever been since Don Hitler has been in office. We get that. But we keep telling y'all, don't let that orange nigga get you fucked up out here, man. They duffed dude out and took his chicken. Hey, you can't walk into no Popeyes and start calling black and Latinos niggas and think you're going to make it. I ain't lucky he alive. And uh, there more, there's more violence, of course. Of course there is. There's more violence, of course there is. But let me tell you what you all are fighting and dying over. Yeah, because people have died. People have died. A young man was stabbed in Maryland to death. Because he cut in line on the inside of the restaurant. And, 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 and the, the, the conflict spilled outside and he was stabbed and killed over chicken sandwich. Didn't even get a chance to taste a chicken sandwich. And a dude that stabbed him will never taste a chicken sandwich unless they give him the death penalty to which they let you eat what you want. But by then, the, 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 the fanaticism over the chicken sandwich won't even matter anymore. Yeah, people got stabbed, killed, all that shit. Here's here's what you're fighting over. You're fighting over a sandwich that has 690 calories. It has 42 grams of fat. It has 14 grams of saturated fat. It has 1,443 milligrams of sodium. Now, that's under your daily allowance, but if you have hypertension or anything like that, which which most of you that are buying the chicken sandwiches is safe to presume many of you may, you really shouldn't be touching more than 1,500 milligrams in a day. This sandwich gives you your daily allowance in one pop. 28 grams of protein. Whoop, whoop. Ring the bell for the protein. That protein's all fucked up. That's what you're fighting over. On top of that, the sandwich doesn't make you smarter, more attractive or successful. It doesn't cure illness. It doesn't bring you closer to your maker it, in, a, in, a, in a spiritual way. And it, it, it doesn't make your ass titties or your penises bigger. If it did, maybe I can understand your fuckery and foolery and your embarrassing ass desire to make a pure ass of yourselves over a piece of chicken that those employees are probably spitting in by now because you verbally and physically attacked them since this sandwich came out. Speaking of attack, let's hop off Popeye's and let's move on over to Church's Chicken, shall we? Because chicken is the movement where a man tries to pay for his order with a counterfeit $100 bill. They rejected his fake money, so he left. And what did he do? What did he do, family? He came back and shot the place up over chicken and we're not going to talk about the young lady that tried to cut into the line with her car she said she just made a mistake and came in the wrong way uh i call bullshit on that because as soon as you see you're in the wrong way this is a matter of her trying to force her way in even though she's wrong and it's a matter of the person that could have let her in not letting nobody cut in front of them and their chicken 
Y'all happy? Y'all proud? Nah, this ain't a black thing. I know what you was thinking. Obviously not. Did y'all hear what I just said? But when I come back, I'm going to explain to you why this really isn't about chicken at all. The fried fried chicken chronicles return as soon as I get back. This is bigger than chicken. I'm going to break it down for you when we get back. Let's get out of here, young Sean. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com. And of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. Family, please remember to go to Reach One Network and listen to all of the on-demands of the Jeff is Moody show, as well as all the other great programming on Beat Break 87 FM. Let's continue with the Fried Chicken Chronicles. And I'm going to put y'all on to something. The Popeye's foolery doesn't have much to do with a fried chicken sandwich at all. Ring the bell. Let me repeat that. The murder, the, the violence, the pure ignorance that is being highlighted around this sandwich doesn't have much to do with the sandwich itself. This all has to do, in my opinion, with the perverse human nature to simply follow trend, to be first, and to say, I did that. This is all about our pathetic human instinct to go into dog-eat-dog mode over whatever you've been told is popular because we are programmable bots. Look at your fellow human being. How would our survival instinct uh, kick in if there was a water or food shortage, huh? We would rob, steal, or kill to get our hands on food and shelter, right? This is not about food. The sandwich ain't that good. I've never had it, but it can't be good enough to lose your life over. I've never had it because I don't wait online like that for shit. And I don't like people telling me this is the hot thing and I need to get it and I need to try it. I'm a nonconformist. I don't like that. This is about a savage society. Y'all think it's about chicken? Well, answer me this. Look at how they act when a new pair of Nikes come out. Now, for chicken sandwiches, there's been murder, robbery and fights online, right? Well, for the release of a brand new pair of Nikes, what has there been? Murdery, robbery, and fights online with no chicken sandwiches. What about Black Friday? When a bunch of so-called people who are in the holiday spirit will trample each other and fight to death over a $300 55-inch flat screen. Ain't no Popeye's chicken there. Do you know one year that these savages trampled a pregnant woman? But you got to ask yourself, what the fuck was she doing there on on Black Friday with, with savages? We need to have what the other one doesn't. We need to be first. We need the convenience of being closest to the door. 
or or first in line. We need to run that red light and cause a fatality because for us, it's all about a twisted perception of what we deem to be survival. Y'all hear my bell? Shit. I've even seen some of you kooky Christians have arguments right in front of the church. Right in the parking lot over parking spaces. I've seen some of you kooky Christians have words over people seated in what you deem to be your spot in the church. This my seat. Everybody know this my seat. You ain't even worried that somebody may be coming into the church to find God. You ain't even worried that somebody may just sit in that seat and what they need to be doing is focusing on the word. You worried about your status. Survival of the fittest. Dog eat dog. It even happens in the chapel. Y'all stop me when I'm lying. If I'm, if I'm offending you, I don't give a fuck. Play that bounce. This ain't about no chicken, motherfuckers. That's why when the police shoot and murder an unarmed person of color and, and, and some of us go riot, what is the first thing that many of us do? Come on, y'all. Don't bullshit with it. Keep it a hundred. We loot. We loot. We commit violence on each other. Think about it. A young person of color gets shot in the back. The community is outraged. Here we come. Burning down the community that won't be rebuilt. Not just because we don't fill out the census, but just because they just don't give a fuck. And it's easier for us to destroy it and for them to let that shit stay rotted and then take over and gentrify. You rocket scientists, you think this about chicken? Play that bounce. So while a body lay cold in the street, We at the electronic shop, lifting TVs. Well, well, who you punishing with that? How does that relate to murder? How does that relate to police brutality? Y'all think it's about a sandwich? Oh, come on now. Come on now. Ain't ain't some of y'all educated? I heard somebody talking about Popeyes need to stop selling this chicken. What you worry about Popeyes for? Hold on, y'all. I got to (laughs) stretch. I know I'm in it. I know I'm on one, but God damn it, my back killing me. Hold on. Play that bounce, young Sean. God damn. (laughs) 
Oh, nobody else will be able to get away with this, man. It's not that I'm getting away with anything. I just, I don't, listen, listen. I like to be transparent, y'all. We don't, we don't do, we don't edit out a takeout word. We don't do none of that. You go get it. Go get what it is. Huh. I thought some of y'all was educated. I thought some of y'all was smart. Y'all blaming Popeyes? Popeyes selling the sandwich. There's no sign or commercial from Popeyes that says survival of the fittest. It's just a bunch of fucking savage monkeys of all different colors. Yeah, I call all y'all monkeys. It's a bunch of savage primates that gotta be first. In a rush to catch, uh, get some high blood pressure. Yo, there's nothing wrong with enjoying a, 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 a fast food sandwich. I don't eat much fast food. There's nothing wrong with that, y'all. Your, your body can take it if you if you don't already have, you know, like a like a a, a, a disease already, or you don't you don't already have a medical condition already. Your body can certainly take a 15, 000, uh, 1500 milligram sodium pop. Sure, it can. A lot of y'all don't work out. A lot of y'all don't hydrate. A lot of y'all don't do the right thing. You just like stuffing. You know, you see all these food shows. Well, you see an overweight guy stuffing his face, man versus food, and eating a 72-ounce steak. And God, I don't know, maybe he takes a cleanser after every show. But that's us, though. Conquer. Be first. Break a record. At the sake of our health, at the sake of our lives. Ain't Popeye's fault for making a chicken sandwich. It's savage instinct. It's the competition of it all. Chick-fil-A, your hands ain't totally clean. You done had people cut up in Chick-fil-A too. I know you're not allowed to report anything negative about Chick-fil-A, but let us not forget that just a couple of weeks or months ago, a deranged motherfucker came to Chick-fil-A, spazzed out in the restaurant, got in his truck, rammed it into the drive-thru and tried to hit people in cars. Nah, Chick-fil-A, you part of the Chicken Chronicles too. Churches, nasty ass chicken. Who else make chicken, y'all? Who else made who else made chicken you willing to die for? Huh? Wendy's got a decent chicken sandwich. I've had that before. Don't McDonald's make one? Huh? Burger King make one? What you willing to die for? I ain't blaming Popeyes for getting money. Ain't no cracking them chickens. I'm not blaming Nike for making a sneaker that a bunch of stupid bastards run out and buy. And don't know how to act and treat human life like 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 less than a roach and willing to kill still in name for a pair of $300 sneakers. I'm not mad at iPhone when they got lines wrapped around the corner. Those are fucking idiots. That's human nature iPhone don't sell a phone that comes with a chicken sandwich neither does Nike but your stupid ass will run out here and put your life on the line 
for $5.49 or whatever it costs. Just make sure y'all keep that same energy come time to vote, you hear me? But you probably won't. How can I make it interesting for y'all? Chicken sandwiches for everybody who votes in 2020. <laughs> you fucking clowns. This has been the Fried Chicken Chronicles, and look, it's only my opinion. I'm not mad at you for waiting for some food, not at all. I, I'm, I'm just not fucking with those of you who use the excuse of waiting for food to cause some mayhem and be what you truly are, which is a piece of shit. That is what you are, and that is all you will ever be. We'll be right back with Just Ask Jeff on the Jeff is Moody Show. Don't forget, family, we're coming up on some of the best of as I go get my broken back taken care of. Now, Sean, let's bounce back out of here. We're coming back with some Dilla, I think, man. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Family, welcome back. Young Sean, uh, uh, are we on Dilla by now? It's just one of them. Hey, family, look, when you give it to the people every single week, I have days like this where uh, shit just goes, hey, like, yo, young Sean, boy, you better, man, listen, you better stretch. You better stay hydrated. I always stayed hydrated when I was a kid, but I didn't stretch the way I was supposed to stretch. (sighs) I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of people are clock out right now. Not me. <laughs> Not Team Jim. I don't know if y'all heard my bell at all today. Family, I'm really trying to get out of here, so let's do Just Ask Jeff. Um, I was thinking about doing the FB Post of the Week, but no. Young Sean, play that deal. Let's do Jeff. Listen, 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 listen. Let's do this Just Ask Jeff. Let's do one, because I have three. Let's do one. So Tanya P. asks Jeff. Have you ever seen the Tyler Perry movie Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Only if you have seen it, could you see yourself dealing romantically with a woman that damaged? Could you find beauty and salvage her heart? Oh, salvage of the... Okay. Could you find beauty and salvage the heart in her? I'm betting you haven't seen it, but we had the greatest debate of all time at work today. And of course, I wanted some input from Mr. Verbal Raw Dog. Ooh, you go, girl. What up, Tanya P? No worries if you've never seen it. Was just curious. All right. So, Tanya P, I'm going to shock you. I'm going to shock a lot of the listening audience. I have seen Diary of a Mad Black Woman because Mrs. Moody has seen it. And I have laid in the bed and watched it. And it was actually... I thought it was a good movie. I'm one of those guys that I actually like Tyler Perry. Um, I'm not concerned with him wearing dresses. I mean, the guy makes when he make a good movie with no no men dressing as women, y'all don't support it. So, you know, Tanya, I'm not talking to you. I'm saying the guys made some really good movies without Medea, and y'all didn't support it. So, who kind of cares what people think, right? So, yeah, I've seen that. And here's my uh, short, short answer. Well, maybe my long answer. No. No. You know, and 
I would love to – I want you to hit me up and tell me what you guys like. What were the talking points for everybody involved in the conversation? Because um, a woman that has been that psychologically and verbally abused, because I don't think her husband hit her, right? That's the one where her husband was the lawyer and his client shot him when he when he couldn't get him off and yada, yada, yada. I don't, I don't think that um, – a woman that, that deeply damaged throughout the trials of my life, this is going to sound selfish as hell, Tanya P. I just can't see myself dealing with it. Not romantically. Being a friend? Absolutely. Being someone that she that, that'll be there for her and, and, and yada yada, I don't have any problem with that. But I would make a cutoff romantically. And let me tell you, I'm not speaking from inexperience or lack of experience because I've known women in the past that were going through things and I was just cool with them. I like I, when I met them, I, you know, we may not have been as cool, but I met them and didn't know much about them. And then I found out they got a boyfriend and they trying to get out. Yeah, you hear all this stuff. And because you don't want to put yourself in that situation dealing with a crazy boyfriend and yada 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 i i just for those that wanted to take it a step further and be romantic i've always dismissed it like nah i can't do it sorry about that you know you cool and everything i just um you know women that women and men that are abused we like to sit up and we like to say why don't you just leave that's easier said than done especially with women i know y'all hate it when we separate some of you some of you women haters hate it some of you some of you some people hate it but a man is a man at least he used to be a man and a woman trying to beat up a man just means the man is allowing him to beat her up beat him up because he doesn't have to tolerate that at all uh a man beating a woman is a little different. He's overpowering her, and it, it, she, they can have kids together. It could be threat. It could be a lot of stuff. I've never wanted to get into relationships with damaged people because of my own selfishness. And it's not you know. Notice, I'm not I'm I'm not disparaging anyone that's ever been abused or anything, but. The thing about it is, is when you get into a relationship with somebody who is, has been formerly trapped, that has been previously traumatized, you have to take on so much of what the other person did to them that at some point in time, you're going to have to ask yourself, was it, is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Because contrary to the popular belief, there are so many women out here that are not damaged like that. There are so many women out here that are just happy. There's so many women out here that are not mad at the world. And me personally, I would rather find or deal with one of them. I'm not taking anything away from a woman that has been hurt. I understand the pain. I get it. But for me personally, nah, man, because you you're in like a, a you're, you're just like in an everyday fight. You know, if, if you if you anything is an attack to her because she's been beat down so much you know if if if, if y'all out eating dinner and and she orders something and you go you sure you like that why don't i like that why wouldn't i like that i don't have a right to choose you know like that and that that's that's being traumatized 
right? And then you have some women, to be quite frank with you, Tanya, they, they take their past experience and they're not as traumatized as they, they say they are, but they use that as an out to not have to listen or, or communicate or whatever. Women and men are just full of shit, Tanya. I can't see myself doing it. If you allowed yourself to be in a situation that was just brutal, I just have to say before everyone, and I don't have any shame in saying it, I don't have the kind of character that can sit there and be with you romantically and and rebuild you. I just don't. And and I know that's, you know, I know that's going to turn a lot of people off or whatever, but I don't want to lie to anyone. I don't have it. So my answer is going to be no for that, Miss Tanya P. You know what I got time for? Oh, I got time for a quick one. Oh, I got to find it, though, y'all. Yeah, my answer is no. And I've seen the movie, but no. Mm-mm. Just a little bit too much. A little bit too much. Y'all remember Angela Bassett in um, Waiting to Exhale? Forget the other question, because I could I could talk about that. Y'all sure I'll play that dealer. I can never in my life date a woman that put all of a man's clothes in his car and set it on fire. Like it like it's I don't I forgot the premise of waiting to his hell. Was he beating her? Because anything outside of beating you or touching your kids or some crazy shit like that, that's too much. Like that's to me, that's a damaged woman. I could never deal with someone that the only way they could resolve something is through violent means. Because even if you're talking about relationships where it's not hands-on face or fist-to-fist, when you set somebody's car on fire, that's a violent act. I can never do it. I don't know about y'all. I can never do it. And ladies, I suggest the same thing. A lot of y'all, y'all love these goons. Y'all love y'all thugs so much. These motherfuckers coming out of relationships where they beat the shit out of their last girlfriend. And you love him because he loved me. He loved me. I ain't like the other ones. He, he'll beat your ass too. You know, so I, you, we, that, I'm not saying don't get with people that have some kind of damage because we all do. We all do. But excessive damage, I'll pass. I'll pass, man. Y'all let me know. Uh, uh, Tanya's question was, could you see yourself dealing romantically with a woman? Let me extend that in case you guys want to hit me up and let me know your opinion on it. I'm going to extend it. Could you see yourself dealing dealing romantically with a woman or man who has been so damaged by a relationship that when you meet them, you see all the evidence of the damage. Okay, I just paraphrased and recreated her question. Tanya, my answer is no. Y'all hit me up at 678-386-5331 and let me know what your answer is. All right, y'all. Yo, we got one more segment to go and then we are going to the best of because I'm going to the back doctor. Lord, bless the back doctor. Bless his education. Put his hands on me, Lord. Let him lead my back in the right direction. <laughs> Pause. Casino. Casino. Pause. Pause. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On is Beat Moody. Break 87. Family, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show. And listen, I want to thank you all for uh, bearing me. 
for dealing with me tonight. I got I got to tell y'all, man. Um, y'all don't hear me whining a lot. Not not about just not being able to do something. But I got to tell y'all, man. There's no way I would have been able to um uh, finish this up today. So we're gonna give you all the best of after this. We're gonna do a little bit of dumb shit news. Young Sean play that Dilla. Let's get straight into it. Okay, y'all. It, with the Chicken Chronicles, that covered gym news, dumb shit news, and everything. But I just want to give y'all an extra dose of dumb shit news. <sighs> More of this white privilege, man. Or, or cluelessness, right? Now, is this willful ignorance? Because that would mean you know and you're just being ignorant. Or would it be that you're just, you're, like, you're, you're literally clueless? Billionaire's wife says she can use the N-word because she knows Alicia Keys. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lord. According to reports, a billionaire's white wife is being sued for reportedly using the N-word, justifying the use of the word by utilizing her alleged friendship with Alicia Keys. Lisa Falcone, wife to hedge fund billionaire Philip Falcone, allegedly used the N-word after she met with Chef Brian Villanueva's girlfriend, a black woman. Falcone reportedly made the comment the day after a dinner party in the Hamptons hosted by her and her husband and said to the chef, your girlfriend speaks very well. She seems educated. I would describe her as a chocolate-covered marshmallow. That right there is where you just haul off and smack fire out of somebody. But not so much if you're a guy. You go get your girl like, yo, smack that bitch. <laughs> Come here, Judge Sean. I'm calling people out of their name. Bad Dilla. Yo, see, y'all would think this stuff is made up, but it's not. You, When you get to a certain level and you deal with certain people, let me tell you something. They talk just like this. They will sit up and disrespect you to your face, and some of them are clueless to it. Their racism is, they are clueless to it. So after she basically finished saying that his girlfriend speaks too well to be black, she must be a black marshmallow. She continues saying, do you use the word nigger at home with your girlfriend? Court documents also noted that she allegedly told Villanueva, I meant she speaks really eloquently. Alicia Keys doesn't speak that way. She didn't have an education and was just discovered by Clive Davis when she was 15 years old. Swiss Beats definitely doesn't speak that way either. Now, this is a privileged woman who probably has done shit, trophy wife. And let me tell you, I'm trying to tell y'all, been around them. They talk just like that. Villanueva went to the issue, uh, went to issue his resignation to the Falcons after delivering pizza to them on the beach later on in that day. When Lisa Falcone asked him not to resign and said, talk to my black friends, they would tell you that I am not racist. <laughs> this chick is so racist that she perceives her racism. Anyway, Villanueva, Villanueva is suing for discrimination and violation of New York labor laws and noted he's owed $4,230.76 in unpaid uh, wages. Yo, I'm trying to tell y'all, some of y'all can relate, some of y'all cannot. That They do that. If you've ever been around that Hampton crowd, that posh crowd, that is exact. You ever been to an industry event or some kind of event 
That is exactly how a lot of they are clueless. And then some of them are just being condescending. Like they're just being mean spirited. For me personally, I've experienced both. And I can always tell the difference between the two. Incredible. Yo, this is, we're going on 2020 and this is still a movement. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Number two. And this is, this is so dumb shit that I'm going to close out on this. I don't care what the time is, young Sean. Outraged customers call for a boycott of a politically correct cafe serving gender neutral gingerbread people. Yo, I want to hit that laugh button so hard, but I think that laugh button might jam this program up, man. <laughs> Y'all get it? Because you shouldn't be able to call the cookie a man. Yo, this is a real story. I'm not lying. Y'all Google it. The article goes on to say a cafe has sparked a heated debate by removing gingerbread men from its menu, replacing it with gingerbread gender neutral person. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> yo, I'm not bullshitting, y'all. A gingerbread man biscuit is a Christmas staple around the globe and dates back to the 15th century. However, a cafe named the Tannery in Auckland, New Zealand, changed the name to be more inclusive. Owner Andre Satina told Stuff the name changed after a number of customers questioned why they had been called gingerbread men in the first place. He, he changed it because the customer said, why are you calling these these gingerbread men cookies men? They're, they're people. They're them, it's or they's. It started off a bit tongue in cheek, but it's actually become a focal point. It started a bit of a discussion at the counter with a lot of people taking photos, she said. Since the name changed, she says more adults have been reaching for the tasty treat. See, that's where we at, y'all. You can't call a gingerbread man. How long have we been saying fucking gingerbread man? I can't say gingerbread man. Have y'all ever seen a gingerbread cookie with his dick hanging? How do you know it's a, we can't gingerbread, gingerbread neutral individual. We're, we're, we're giving, we're assigning gender to our cookies and enforcing it now. I, let me tell you why I wouldn't eat at this place. Not that I give a fuck about people's sexual preference, but you're just not going to force it on me like this. I be I don't eat gingerbread cookies. I don't eat much sweets at all. But I'd be damned if I go in someplace and ask for three gingerbread men and someone corrects me and said it's gingerbread neutral people. Get all the way the fuck out of here. Get out get way out of here. Wait, wait, fly out of here. Drive out of here. Take a bike out of here. Get uh, 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 take a spaceship out of here. Take the train out of here. Take the bus out of here. Drive your car out of here. To drive, 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 drive a motorcycle out of here. Put on some track sneakers. Run out of here. Jog out of here. Uh, Zumba out of here. Yoga out of here. The fuck out of here. I mean, yo, we got to get to a point where you like, come on, son. Some customers were upset at removing the gender from the gingerbread snack. Uh, PC gone mad. Always been gingerbread, man. Why change now? It's a biscuit, not a living creature. I find this also sad. One person wrote, I agree. This ridiculous PC gone mad. What's next? The world's gone bonkers, wrote another. Boycott them just for their gross stupidity, another wrote. All in all, family, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Yeah. 
I don't know why we can't all have our sexualities and and we shouldn't discriminate. We shouldn't, obviously you shouldn't cause physical harm or try to hurt anyone for what they believe in. But I don't know why I can't buy a fucking gingerbread man. I know we have sponsors that are telling us about, uh, you know, you know, uh, a gay lifestyle and everything. I don't have a problem with that. The problem with people like me is that I'm so straightforward that I get in trouble for it often. But why the fuck can I say gingerbread man? Are you serious? Do you guys remember a little while ago? I read to y'all a couple of shows ago. I think it was San Francisco. They're changing it to where it's not construction, uh, uh, policemen or, or whatever is police person or whatever what the fuck they already call policemen policemen and police women police women or even more they call them police or they call but no we don't want there can't be a man there can't be a woman it has to be gender neutral everything is not gender neutral if you have a penis you're a guy if you have a vagina you're a girl why would i get in trouble for being honest how much money are we about where we can't be honest anymore No, I don't hate anybody. I'm just telling you how silly this shit sounds. Bruce Jenner won the motherfucking woman of the year. And that should have alarmed everybody. Because it's a runaway effect. You, 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 You let things like that go on and you don't understand how out of control it gets. No, don't take me wrong because see, well, my audience is not taking me wrong. But but for those of you that may come in here like, look at this hateful guy. Please explain to me why I'm hateful. 678-386-5331. Just tell me why I can't say gingerbread man. Imagine if the gingerbread man had a big old dick hanging from in between his legs. Sorry, Sean Garvey penis. Sorry about that. You know, Sean, play that, Dilla. That'd be different. But he doesn't. It's a fucking cookie. It's a cookie. And people with penises are men and people with vaginas are women. And just claiming that you're something shouldn't be enough to make me have to conform to it. Just if 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 I said if I stood on the top of a tree and said I was a bird, you motherfuckers would tell me to jump. Cause you would want to see me crash to the ground. See, you're more violent than I am. I'm going to continue to say gingerbread, man. I'm sorry. I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm going to continue to say gingerbread, man, y'all. That's just me. That was dumb shit news. Oh, my gosh. When I come back next week, I may pick up on that and continue. I'm not sure. We'll be right back. It's the Jeff's Jeff's movie show. You can't say gingerbread, man, or construction. You got to say construction person, and you can't say male, man. You have to say male gender. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing all that. I'm sorry. You know what's going to happen sooner or later? You're going to get arrested for not saying gender neutral cookie. You're going to get arrested for a fucking cookie. Hello? All right. Fuck it. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Hey, family, welcome to the Jeff is Moody show and family, because I'm going to go get my achy breaky back checked out. We're about to leave you for the remainder of this show with some of our best of segments. You know, we've never done a best of show because we it's just not time for that. You know, as we go into 
clocking out for the season as we prepare for the new year. You guys will hear some great best ofs. Um, but for now, because the show is, you know, I'm pretty much done with the live portion, with the new portion. And I got to go get that back checked out, y'all. I got to tell you, this has been one of those recording sessions that I can honestly say has hurt. Probably one of the few times I've been in more pain you know, than having fun doing the show, although I naturally have fun doing it. I want to thank you guys so much for supporting the Jeff is Moody show. I want to thank you guys for supporting Beat Break 87 FM, uh, my show, and all of the other shows on this great channel. Big up to all of you. Listen, next week, I'm coming with all brand new like you're used to. Episode 42 will be full of laughs, motivation, seriousness, and everything else that you can possibly fit into it. Ladies and gentlemen, the remainder portion of the show will be some of our best of segments. So let me say this now because you won't hear it later. Uh, Fam, that was the live portion of this week's show. I got to get out of here and check my back out. I'll be back next week with an all brand new gym show. I hope you enjoyed the show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family. My method is my madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm gonna talk my shit. After the last, uh, um, after the last best of segment, family, it's going to be the ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturel. That is up next, and that's all brand new. I love you all. I appreciate you all, and thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. The best of segments are on the way. Hey, yo, young Sean. Good job of dealing with my pain and dealing with the show. It was a difficult one for you, man. Kept you up real late, too. Good job keeping that bounce going, nephew. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Architect. Bruh. Yeah, I'm in pain. But if I ain't dead, I can work. (laughs) We got another one. See y'all next week, y'all. I love y'all. Enjoy. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Of course, my name is Jeff is Moody and it's time for that Just Ask Jeff. But family, just remember what I told you last segment. Pick a number, any number, meet that number. You could be great at it. My number for this run was 25. Pick your number. Don't bullshit with it though. Work, man. Work. Don't don't get too comfortable with doing something one or two times and people like it and you think you're the shit. Work. Because a lot of times you're gonna work and people still not gonna be listening to you or checking for you. Just work. The work pays off in the long run. One thing people can't deny is hard work. Alright? Y'all just remember that. Let's do some just ask Jeff. Young Sean. How you like this new batch of dealer that I that I sent to you and you put together? Now listen. Not that this is new Dilla production, but it's it's some stuff we hadn't been playing on our show. I know you're a young guy. I tell y'all, man, young Sean, man, he the son of DJ Rollum, so you know he got that music in his body. DJ Rollum is an outstanding DJ, so he, young Sean, you like that Dilla? Play that Dilla then, man. Let me do this Just Ask Jeff. Uh, Queen Shonda asks, why do men always want the lights on during sex? I know it's visual, but you mean to tell me they need it all of the time? They should think about how a woman feels about her body sometimes. 
we may not always be confident enough for that. Jeff, don't be mean to me. <laughs> y'all, why y'all always think I'm gonna be mean to y'all? Yo, Queens, do I not treat y'all like like a million dollars? I'm not gonna be mean to you, Sean. That's a good question. Listen, but you already answered it though. It's visual. I mean, you know what? And you're right in a sense, too, because I don't want the lights on all the time. You know what, fellas, man? We got to, a lot of time men and actually a lot of women have a hard time with balance. Men and women have a hard time with sexual balance in the bedroom. You know, you'll get a guy that think every single time y'all have sex, the lights need to be on. Yeah, some of these motherfuckers that be having porn light, like movie shoot lights. They want every, they want to see everything. They want to pull out the camera. And I'm telling you, ladies, if that's your man, um, there's, if y'all want to make a little video, the thing about that is you just got to trust who you with. And you got to know who you with, like I told y'all, man. Like, you know, guys sometimes don't have an off button when it comes to eroticism. There are simply times, fellas, where, yeah, it's, it, turn the lights off. Turn the TV off and make love. You, 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 you don't need to pound. Slow grind it out. Eat that thing out 15 to 20 minutes. Slow it, slow, do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? But men have a hard time balancing that sometimes. And, and, and Shonda, women are much the same. A lot of women just want it one way. That's why, you know, there's so many reasons why men and women would cheat. They're not always because they just scumbags. There's sometimes you, you can be so so one-track minded and boring that sooner or later somebody's gonna be like, yo, I got the oh my god. Especially if they talking to you and you won't change your ways. A lot of times women just want it one way. Hurry up. And it's not even that the dude's not giving them good dick because you have a nut. We just get stuck in our ways, but Shonda, you answered the question. Men are visual creatures. I'ma tell you something, man. I have a foot fetish, and I have an ankle fetish, and I have a leg, and everything that leads up to the waist, I have a real fetish with that. I have a pretty skin fetish, flawless skin. I have a, I don't mind stretch marks and stuff. I don't care about that, but I have a, I have a nice shiny skin fetish. And men want to see, we want to see them legs up. We want to see that thing opened up. We want to see us sliding in and that's just a man thing, you know? It should, it should be y'all thing too. I'm gonna tell you what else, and, and guys, what ladies, what do guys love the most? By the way, this is an adult only show for those of you that haven't been around for 25 fucking weeks. Fuck is wrong with y'all. Y'all know our favorite position is doggy style, right? Because we get to see the ass in the air. We get to see the back of the leg, the heels of your foot. And we get to see your anus. And for men, that is a major turn. That's why the lights are on. Shonda, you got to get that up sometimes. I agree with you. It shouldn't be all the time. And as far as how do you feel about your body, what, what, so what, okay, so so queen, if you don't feel good about your body, we should make love in the dark all the time? You're not gonna keep a man very long like that. Not a happy one. Work on your body. Ladies, I don't know what the fuck y'all be thinking about sometimes because if you're not confident in your body, 
but you have a dude that's always over you even though he 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 may have some critique of your body but not enough that he's not gonna be get here's a newsflash lady maybe the guy loves you maybe he's attracted to you no matter what why don't you take that and run with it Shonda now you may not even be talking about yourself and I understand that but yeah man we want the lights on for I'm a visual guy I like to see stuff man you know guy, guys guys don't get behind that and spread them cheeks open and slow stroke that thing and do all that shit and then we want to pull out and skeet all over the place that's just sex if, if, if we weren't so immature America has to be the most oversex society that's also the most immature when it comes to talking about sex. Yeah, it's just visual. Ladies, don't feel ins- if you feel insecure with your body, go work out. If you if working out don't work for you, you'll bump into a man that love your body just as is. And don't take it crazy when your man critiques you. If he if he loves you, he's not supposed to sit there and watch and watch. I tell Miss Moody what I think about her shit all the time. I she tells me visuals we're visual characters we want to see that shit and we and we want some freaky deaky nasty shit too hmm. i don't know a lot of this shit been making me horny today are y'all horny i'm horny i'm horny i'm gonna have to take a, a recording break and release a valve <laughs> Young Sean, cover your ears and play that Dilla, boy. <laughs> All right. King Ed asks, uh, he says, I've been coaching youth sports for 20 years and have never seen the kind of disrespectful, untamable kids I see now. And the parents are worse. It's not widely publicized, but the rec league sports, AAU, etc., are taking a hit because of the dis- uh, disgraceful behavior of parents and their kids. Um, Ed, let me tell you something. I couldn't agree more. Um, I have a gymnast. And while a lot of gym parents are cool, most of them are assholes. They're not very rowdy. They're not going to be fighting a judge or anything like that. Like you see in football and basketball, but they're definite assholes. They think the world revolves around them and their kids. Sports parents suck. Sports parents are some of the worst human beings on the face of the earth. Once you get past all the racist, racists and murderers, and once you get past all the level one offenders, sports parents kind of eat. Sports parents are assholes. I hate ninety-five percent of sports parents. But yeah, I um, let me tell you something. Um, you didn't even ask me a question. You just made a statement, Ed. You're right. Yo, I've been I've been to AAU games and the parents and coaches are work. You wonder where the kids get this shit from? It's the parents. Parents talking to the ref crazy. So so what are the kids gonna do, right? The kids gonna talk crazy too, aren't they? Sooner or later. How many videos do we see with the parents and the kids jumping on the ref? You know the ref should be allowed to pull out a gun or a taser and pop these motherfuckers. I hate sports parents. I hate bad sports parents and their children. Basketball is the worst. I would say followed by either soccer. I would say followed by baseball. Followed by football. Probably followed by soccer, Ed. I would say basketball, baseball, football, and soccer. 
Y'all hold on one second. Listen to that dealer. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all because I'm I'm out of town. I'm about to go get a beer. Fuck that shit. Young Sean, play that dealer. Y'all hold on one second. Hey man, we ain't been faking it for 25 weeks. What are we gonna fake it now for? I really gotta pee. Y'all lucky I don't go pee. Young Sean, play that dealer. Back, man, chill out. Damn. That's my first bit of uh, broadcast. I just popped the Miller Light. For those of you that wanted to know, in case you were curious. Oh no, 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 no. That was my second beer because my first beer was a Corona. I'm sorry about that. My first beer was a Corona. Hey, hey, Ed. Um, I I coached a lot of years. I coached in the boys club. I coached in the police athletic league. I coached for Nike. Um, gosh, I coached various places in Brooklyn, like, you know, just tournaments and little teams. When I moved to California, I coached for, I, I have to get Mr. Moody, Mrs. Moody to confirm this. I think it was the um, La Cienega, Rec Center. Damn, I'm used to, if my wife was around, she can fix, she, she has a better memory than me, y'all. But we lived in North Hollywood. It, it was it La Cienega, La Cuen? I don't know what it, but I coached out in California. And when I came to Georgia, I was, I was invited and offered to coach and I didn't want to coach. I was just done. Because the worst humans that I met in trying to deal with the kids were the parents. See, the kids, Ed, as you know, because you've been doing this for two decades, the kids actually want direction. Uh, young Sean, I'm going 15 on this. Play that Dilla. The kids want direction and the kids want guidance and stuff. But, but the roadblock are actually their parents. Sports parents are horrible people. Um, I, miss, I miss old school New York sports. You know... You know how parents nowadays, they want their kids to be in the game and they want everything to be everything, whether their kid sucks or not, because half the time their kids suck. But they're paying their money and they want... That ain't how I grew up. See, I grew up in New York City where whether it was your parents or your big brothers or whoever came to support you, if you were stinking up the game, they was yelling at the ref, not they was yelling at the coach not to keep you in they was yelling at the coach to get your ass out of there. Do all my old school heads remember that? Do you, if you were born in the 70s, do you remember that if we stunk a game up, we didn't have the people that were like, yo, why you taking my kid out? We had the people that were like, yo, why is my kid still in there? Get his bitch ass out of there. He don't want to play. And times have changed. You know, anytime that you let the inmates control the facility, you're out of there. So, Ed, you actually didn't ask me shit. You just made a statement, but I agree with it, and I I have expertise on that, and I can agree with you. Yo, I've seen, I've went to some games, and you you got the you got people that don't get it. I'm like, yo, you're supposed to be an example for your kid, but you're talking to the ref as reckless as your child, and your child is sitting there absor absorbing you. Sport parents are fucking horrible people. 
I probably got a lot of sports parents listening to the show. Well, if you a fucking horrible sports parent, um, you probably won't like what I say. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Is it because I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you? No, don't blame it on my Miller Lite and my Corona. Y'all cut that out. I'm sober as hell every time I record. Most of the time. <laughs> hell, I only had two beers. Sean Garvey, you better tell these people I can drink a 12-pack and still cut a show straight with no flaws. Nah, don't blame it on that. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, I don't like kissing people ass. Not even my listeners. I don't like that, man. If you're like, yeah, listen. You, you, um, if you're a sports parent, you know who you are. You know what side you stand on. My wife and I don't interfere in my daughter's sports. If we see her being taken advantage of, we find a way to deal with it without being out in the open. You have to let a child learn. A coach, the, the coach is the father and the mama when you're not there. Y'all gotta remember that. So yeah, Ed, um, Ed, continue to coach, man. I, I wouldn't do it anymore. I'm sorry. You can call me a quitter. Maybe I am. But if you've been doing it for 20 years plus, I feel for you, man. Just um, continue to do it. And I'm going to tell you what. If they don't appreciate you and you don't get the joy you used to get out of it, Ed, yo, bounce, kid. For real. Bounce, my man. Bounce. Because it's a, it's a, it's a whole different point in time. And sports parents are horrible. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Shonda. Thank you, Ed. That was Just Ask Jeff. We will be right back with Jim News. Now I can go to the bathroom. We'll be back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. Family, uh, we have so much fun together that the time just flies. Uh, You know, young Sean, play that bounce. <clears throat> I have a lot of fun talking to y'all, man. I, I'm telling you. Uh, I, I think one of, the, one of the best compliments of this show is it actually feels like I'm just sitting there with him having a conversation. That means the world to me because I, you know, I'm just not trying to fake it. But, but fellas, uh, I'm going to do a sex show. In the new phase of Jeff is moving. Notice I don't say new season and stuff. New phase. <clears throat> Fellas, we got to get over this thing, man. Your girl, your girl's been destroyed. Okay. 95% of your women have, have got their world rocked before you. But about 85% of your women, they have been destroyed. Where you're not even, you ain't even doing nothing. She just love you. <laughs> Better accept it, you suckers. Y'all better stop worrying about silly shit, especially as you get as you get older. I just realized, young Sean, I don't know if they're really gonna hear my bell today because the bell was behind insulation. I, I think the insulation caught the majority of the bell. These are random things we talk about, y'all. So you know, here we go. Uh, family segment six. I want to talk about favors that you're not doing someone in a marriage or relationship because I hear people complaining about their relationship so much and they th- they they're like I'm doing this and I should be you want to be saluted you want to be high-fived you like you you want to be the king and queen of the world for doing shit you're supposed to do now, there are some things in a relationship that that is extra that you do because somebody really deserves extra. But a lot of the normal shit that you guys think is special, 
Nah, man, that's kind of like part of the game. Let me just give you a few. And you guys, uh, um, you guys could just let me know what you think the other ones are. Uh, once again, at that text, 678-386-5331 or the Jeff is Moody Show on Instagram. All my people that get involved, King Cedric. Oh, y'all let me know. What up, Sed? Y'all let me know. Big up the Juju for these Heinekens, man. They hitting. All right, so let me give you some favors that you're not doing. You think you're doing a favor, but you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, the first one, ladies and gentlemen, is being faithful. Uh, you, you're not doing your insignificant other a favor by being faithful. You like are supposed to be faithful. Like is it? And I've done this. I think I've got in debates with my wife. I think I've done some fucked shit like this before. Like yo, here I am, faithful, loyal. And you at, and you doing that? It's like motherfucker. How does a faithful and loyal come in here? Or maybe I don't do that. I gotta ask Miss. I'll get her on here. And she'll tell y'all straight up. Maybe I say you expect me to be this way. Now that's a different thing for me. Don't be bragging. Don't be bragging that you're doing something you're supposed to do. Yo, I be waking up in the morning and I be breathing and shit. Yo, when I get up in the morning, I'll be breathing, I'll be breathing air. I'll be inhaling and exhaling and shit. <laughs> Dummy. Finances. Yo, you you supposed to you supposed to try to provide. You're supposed to provide. Try to provide. Uh uh give respect to who's providing. Uh assist in providing. Do what you can do to to be a, a part of some kind of provision. Like you're not you 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 pay the bills and you you know you you tell the wife and the kids or you tell the husband and the kids however the fuck it works you you go yeah and I I keep the lights on well wait a minute motherfucker like if we wasn't here what would you do live in the dark so if you were single you'd live in the dark no the fuck are you bragging about keeping the lights on for then. Mental and ambition support. I hear so many people, you want to be patted on your back for supporting your significant other's dreams and their mental health. Like you don't know how to tell them that you're proud of them for doing something. You don't know how to be there for them when they need you. And like when you show up, you want a cookie? Like you showing up is more important than what they're trying to achieve. So they achieve a milestone or whatever and you don't congratulate. You're not happy. You're not willing to be there. You don't celebrate it. And when you do, you think you special? You ain't doing nobody no favors. You fucking dummy. That goes for you men and you women. Both of these, all of these go for men and women. Feeding and caring for children. I bust my ass to put food in the kids' mouths. All these damn kids and I'm feeding them. You could have not nutted up in that and not made no kids. <laughs> Yo, can y'all hear my bell? It'll be so late in the show for me to still be asking about my bell. 
You could have not. You could have not opened your legs and, and let a man pop a couple of million sperm up in your uterus. You don't. You don't get no props for feeding your kids, motherfucker, and taking care of your kids. You know. You know who's supposed to give you props for feeding and taking care of kids is actually your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because you see a lot of uh, you see a lot of women, and he always that he was a bad man. That he beat me, he spit on me, he shit on me, he cheated on me, he did everything, but it fed his kid. Lord knows that man could feed a kid. Lord knows he feed his children now. He done did some fucked up shit, but he feed his children. That shit. <laughs> Happy Labor Day. No props for feeding your kids, you goofy bastard. Your kids should prop you. Your children should absolutely worship you for doing your job. I mean, your wife or husband, they can respect you and they can salute you for that, but don't be don't be fucking strutting around like you're supposed to, you know, get 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 a fucking uh uh, uh a cape and a crown and a throne. Hey, you don't want to feed kids? Stop stop having sex raw. I'm going to close out with sex. You know, I've, I've been with a lot of freaks in my time. Speaking of exes. And I was not aware that I have all these conversations throughout my podcast years and throughout this, even the internet radio stuff. And I am always amazed when people think that the average things that happen in sex are like specialties. Like some women actually think giving head is a specialty. Like you think that's like a treat. Oh, he's been a good boy. I'm going to give him some head. Usually bad head. Uh, FYI, fellas, ladies, because fellas, you give head too when you go down on your woman. We're just calling it giving head. I mean, if you're thinking head is only a penis in the mouth, then that's kind of your hang up, not mine. Hey, just to let you guys know, oral sex is just a part of sex. It's not a treat. That's why so many women are horrible at fellatio. And that's why so many men don't eat vagina because you guys think it's specialized. You think you're doing somebody a favor when you, that's what you call foreplay. That's what you call eroticism. It's, it's, it's just sex and you're an adult and you're not 12 because if you were 12, you shouldn't be having sex. You ain't doing nothing special by giving head or, or going down on your woman or 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 having some extra foreplay or running a bubble bath or something. What kind of cornball fucking fifth grade motherfuckers are you all? Now, some extravagantly porno triple X nasty head on occasion. That may be a treat. Oh boy. You know, anal sex is actually a part of sex, but that's not something that I would want on every time I have sex. But on occasion, I don't know if you want to call it a treat, but on occasion, we might want to go there. You know, I'm a male chauvinist when it comes to the bedroom. I mean, I go there on you. You don't go there on me. You know, keep it, keep it out of mine. I'm uh, going in yours. I'm just being honest. You know, I get in more trouble for honesty than anybody else on radio. You're not doing favors when you do these things, folks. These are your responsibilities. So handle your responsibilities. 
You don't get a fucking hand clap and a round of applause for doing shit that's supposed to come with the package. It's like you buy a car and the dealer goes, hey man, we hook you up with some tires. Motherfucker, the tires come with the car. All right. I just wanted to remind y'all of that, man. Y'all motherfuckers are so sexually immature. Afraid to have these discussions. I don't even know why. It's Jeff's Moody Show, the Labor Day edition. We will be right back with the world's most trifling people award, followed by the opposite of trifling. And we are almost out of here so I could really get my eat and drink on. We'll be right back, fam. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Oh, come on, ladies. Young Sean, I'm going to need you. Young Sean, just make sure the dealer, the dealer is flowing smoothly. Let me let me talk to the queens real quick. Queens, come on, seriously. Are y'all, are y'all really mad at me over that last segment? Come on, why? This this is me. This is the king right here, ladies. Don't, don't be like that. Listen, if it doesn't apply to you, why would you be mad, right? Like, it, come on, let's keep it real. You guys are making a fucking mockery out of marriage. Men do too. Men do too. Ladies. Y'all know that I bash everybody. I don't give a fuck if it's a man or a woman, but these shows are these shows are focused on the woman for the most part. All right? I'm going to do a show where we talk about men and women. As a matter of fact, y'all know what? I'm going to do a marriage and dating show with a bunch of people and we're going to have a wide open conversation, all right? But ladies, don't don't get mad at me because I said some of the things I said. I was only being honest. Y'all ain't tired of radio with people kiss ass and they're afraid to say shit and all that. I'm, I'm not. Y'all know damn well y'all be getting in shape when you want to. I guess guys do it to a degree, but the show's about y'all. They're not about us. Now, y'all, y'all know damn well I cut a man up. Come on, ladies. Come on. Raise your hand if you've lost weight for, for, for the wedding or vacation or, or the beach or class reunion. Just wave your hand like that. Why would that offend you if you know you've done it? Doesn't that mean you're kind of full of shit? Like if you come back home and then you put it right back on because you don't give a fuck how your husband feels about You're actually looking good for other people other than him. Here's the truth. When you lose the weight for the wedding dress, you still ain't doing that for your husband. You're doing it for the dress that you like. Don't get mad at me for telling the truth, lady. That ain't the kind of audience I got, all right? Let's not do that, y'all. I'm, I'm going to do this. Come on, ladies. Don't do that to me. Not me. Y'all loved it, me, and I loved it you back. <laughs> it's time for the world's most trifling people right here on the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that relationship show for y'all. Family, as you all know, trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crock pot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable, every other week and sometimes weekly, I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings. I will choose a winner at the end, and that winner will go on to face the defending weekly champ. And the grand champ of trifling will be announced at the end of the Jeff is Moody show season this year. This week's contestants face last week's scumbag winner and the returning champ, Jeffrey Epstein, 
the billionaire child rapist, sexual deviant, and more than likely friend of our shithead orange president. You know, Jeffrey Epstein makes R. Kelly and other child molesters look like choir boys uh, before the Catholic priest gets to him. Young Sean, you gonna learn something in this business? If you wanna get removed from the air, you fuck with the LBTQ and you mess with the, the Catholic priest. You'll be telling the truth about both of them, but the truth doesn't matter. It's all about politics. So you stay clear. This shit is not, this does not express the fucking thoughts of Beat Break, uh, Young Sean, or anybody. This is all Jeffers Moody right here. You know, he's a, that Epstein is a, that Epstein is a hell of a, a hell of a scumbag. He got some strong competition this week, and I'm only going to read one because I want to talk to my ladies this week. I want to talk to my young ladies especially, if that's all right with you guys. Hold on. Sean, we got that glitch again. Hey, man, play that Dilla. Hold on, y'all. I'm gonna have to see what that's about. <clears throat> Thank God for Dilla. <laughs> if not for Dilla, you would have been like, damn. All right, y'all. Contestant number one challenging Jeffrey Epstein, who's gonna go down in the Hall of Fame with R. Kelly and all the Catholic priests. And we're gonna go down in the uh, trifling Hall of Fame, actually. New York man kills girlfriend, post pics to Instagram after she reportedly kissed another man at concert. A 21-year-old man from New York who allegedly killed his 17-year-old girlfriend. My daughter just turned 17 in July. All right. And then posted photos of her body on Instagram. Might have done so out of jealousy because she reportedly kissed another man while at a concert Saturday night, officials said. Oneida County District Attorney Scott McNamara said that the prosecuting office will likely treat the murder of Bianca Devins, 17, as a case of extreme emotional disturbance. After an early investigation into the events that led to her killing, suggests that the suspect, Brandon Clark, 21, didn't plan it. Under the law, listen to this, there's something called extreme emotional disturbance, McNara told WKTV. It doesn't negate the crime, but it mitigates it. He went on to say that it would likely reduce the level of crime Clark would face, bringing his second charge, his charge of second degree murder down to manslaughter in the first degree. McNara told the local station that investigators believe Bianca kissed somebody at the concert and that's what upset him. So I just want to get this straight. Um, emotion, what is this? extreme emotional disturbance can get your murder charge downgraded I've seen a picture of the young lady I don't think I've seen a picture of the man I want to find out their financial status and everything this sounds like more of that rich kid white privilege stuff right here I'm going to have to research it so let me not put concrete on that right now what the fuck is extreme emotional disturbance when you're 21 and a 17 year old kiss someone else at a concert I want to talk to my young ladies. That's why I'm only doing one world's most trifling. He killed her. He allegedly killed her because she kissed somebody else at a concert. She's 17 years old. That means she was either a senior or going into being a senior, right? 
My daughter just turned 17. Let me talk to you young ladies real quick. I know this is an awkward, uh, most trifling, but I think that it's important. The show is not just to entertain. The show is to educate. It is in a raw kind of way. Young ladies, this is not the first time this guy has exhibited this behavior. And it may not be the first time she's exhibited flirtatious behavior or whatever. But he's 21 years old. He's four years older than her. You would think his maturity level would be somewhere. Um, hey, if you fuss at her, maybe. I don't know. You don't need to hit her. Take her ass home. Tell her you're not dealing with her till she grow up. What made the 17-year-old go to the concert and kiss somebody else besides you? You're probably a punk-ass bitch. What's your name, fuckboy? Brandon Clark? You're probably a punk-ass bitch. You're probably a sensitive, 80-pound, punk-ass bitch who can't control your emotion. I really want to see what your financial background is. I want to see if you're white, black, Latin. I want to see what you are. Let's, let's see why they would downgrade your case because of an extreme emotional disturbance. Young ladies, let me tell y'all something. I know my words is going to go in and out of your ear. You better stop thinking young men love you. They don't. Not for the most part. They want to get in your panties. They want to be the first. They want you to be the little trophy girl. Most times, young boys around that age, they don't even really know love because love is trial through fire. Love is just not the emotion, you know. All those love chemicals, dopamine and all that stuff, love is a little more than that. Young ladies, if you have a young man that exhibits any kind of violent behavior, what you need to know that if he's done it that quickly in your relationship, you need to know. They've been on Instagram. They've been on social media. How long were they together? I got it right here. They've been on Instagram. She knew him for two months before he killed her. Young ladies, a man doesn't love you because he's yelling down at you. He doesn't love you because he's breaking shit around you when he gets mad. He doesn't love you when he hits you. He doesn't love you. He hates himself. And you happen to be the target in the way. You're like a wall. That's why guys punch walls. I punched walls before. But when he, when he goes from the wall to you, that's his hate for him. And that's how much he doesn't respect you. Over-aggressive young men don't love you. Young men that attack your self-esteem, they don't love you, little queen. Young men that put their hands on you when you do something they don't like, that's not love. That's dominant. You got to learn the difference, okay? Rest in peace to Bianca. Rest in peace to this young lady. What's her full name? I don't want to disrespect her. Bianca Devin, 17 years old. Wow, you never got a chance. Ring the bell for your soul. And as for that little fuck boy, I got a feeling you a fuck boy. Got a feeling they gonna tighten you up in jail a little bit. They like little, it's always cool when little fuck boys come through. Rest in peace to that young lady. Um, As far as who wins, Harvey Ep- uh, Jeffrey Epstein is going into the Hall of Fame for trifling. So Brandon Clark, 21, that killed this 17-year-old girl, you're going to be the winner just for this week because I like to get my hands on you. I like to have you locked in a room 
for just 60 seconds. It really wouldn't take me that long to critically injure you where maybe you can't use your dick or arm or anything regular again. Hate your guts if you're guilty. Hate your guts. If you're innocent, I apologize. Hate your guts. Can't stand you. You're a coward, bitch-ass, over-emotional fuckboy. And I want to see what your status is as far as financial and who your parents are that you killed a 17-year-old girl and they're talking about downgrading your charges because you were distressed. Funny thing, Brandon, my, my people don't get that rule. Hmm. We'll be right back with the polar opposite of trifling. Brandon, fuck boy. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87.